Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone, welcome to another Anyone's Game podcast. It's just gone full time between Scotland and Hungary in the final game of Scotland's Pinatar Cup campaign. We've secured fifth place. They did take a penalty shootout to accomplish that. Kenny, it wasn't the, the perfect performance that we were looking for. Um, to go nil-nil and need the penalties to win it. Uh, what did you make of the game? Though? I think the game reflects exactly what it was. It was the last game of a three-match, you know, friendly tournament where, yeah, we were we held the cup going into the competition. But again, I've mentioned this before, there was only four teams in it last time round. Um, obviously, losing the first match meant we weren't going to win the tournament again, put it that way. And... I think, like I say, it reflects exactly what it was. It was an end-of-season game. The, the girls looked tired towards the end of the game. And to me, it's a friendly we just move on from. Um, let's not worry about the performance. Let's not worry about the results. Let's just move on again to the competitive games where we have done well so far. Dylan, what did you make of the game? Well, I think the second half, they were better to be fair as well, Gordon. But overall, I think it was just one of those games you could just see that there wasn't really a spark from both teams, to be fair. I think it was, was it wasn't really one side was better than the other. It was just... Both of them did look quite tired. And then I think Scotland will be happy then to get a result out of that because um, Hungary's penalties were quite poor. Um, Scotland done, took their penalties well. But I, it's definitely a good result in the end considering the performance was kind of poor compared to what we expected. Well, the big plus of the game has to be Arthur Cummins saving that final penalty, doesn't it? After all she's been through um, and to save that penalty. You know, I, I know, I mean, it wasn't, let's be face, she died the right way. It was a pretty easy penalty to save. I think most goalkeepers should have saved that. But um, I think that was a nice touch but I, like you said Dylan I totally agree there was no much spark at all between between either side I thought though Scotland kind of regressed in the second half we sort of we were sort of pressing first half maybe halfway through the second half and then we sort of regressed and just sort of it looked as if again it just looked the girls were tired but say three days over there in the sun or three matches over there in the sun and it's going to tire you out but I think yeah towards the end of the game they did look very very tired and that might be a concern for SWPL clubs this weekend you never know Tired players coming home to play. Yeah, I think as well, Kevin, but um, the thing there was the first half, there wasn't really much happening, but there was an unlucky wee chance Scotland had with a nice little like train from the training ground with the corner. But um, there was so they did, they did still show some bits of quality, um, even in the second half as well, with a chance off the line. I personally thought that was, I don't know how they ended up the back of the net, but it did Scotland did show some big chances. I think they had the better chances, maybe you could argue, but. Yeah, definitely brilliant goalkeeper and goals from Cummins at the penalty shootout. I think she'll be happy with that after her first half. She was a bit she was a bit scrappy, almost made the mistake. But yeah, overall, she'll be happy with that penalty shootout. I had my heart in my mouth after the way defensive mistakes have been recently when uh, was it Abby Harrison passed it back to her? I, and I, but I think, uh, in fairness, I think it was meant for Jen B and she sort of left it. <laughs> and then Cummins had it at her feet. And it, was a wee, it was a wee hairy moment, but thankfully we got ourselves away with that one, especially after the defensive mistakes against Wales. I think if you look back at the Slovakia game, obviously you're sort of touching on there, Dylan, sort of lack of quality up front. Two quality finishes in the Slovakia game. Uh, obviously goals there from Abby Harrison and Martha Thomas. First half goals, but again against Slovakia, we missed a lot of chances. Second half, we had a few clear-cut chances we missed. And I think that's something that uh, Martinez also will have to look at is, is the sort of finishing because that seems to be what's letting us down. If you look against Wales as well, uh, I had a wee flashback obviously with that team wearing red as well there today. Um, but the way Scotland attacking, 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 then almost get caught in the break. And that's something we will need to look at. But again, as I say, the, it's a friendly tournament. And I think Martinez Lowe at the start of it said 
that he wanted to get us to go away, get to know each other, bit of togetherness, and hopefully that's what they've got out of the tournament. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. You put it perfectly. I think um, it's a good learning curve as well for a Scotland team. I think due to the, like the games, obviously they've learned what they need to work on. I think the Wales game as well was a bit disappointing after conceding right after scoring, but de- definitely a good learning curve for these Scotland players. And I think this will show in their next two matches if they've learned from the, these three games. But yeah, definitely a good learning curve for the Scotland women's team. Well, that Scotland's Pinnacle Cup campaign finished and. Dylan, as you say, uh, next two fixtures are, are ones of absolutely massive importance. First up, the, the trip away uh, to play Ukraine on the 8th of April, and then the second half of that doubleheader coming back to Hamden and, and taking Spain with us as well to more or less finish out qualifying. There's still the one final match against Pharaohs as well, but you would want to be going into uh, the Spain and Pharaohs match with, with second place pretty much tied up. Do you think there's a, an element of... I guess, upping our, upping our game and, and stepping up the performance level from the Pinnacle Cup into the next couple of fixtures. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, I think as well, the now Scotland have got a good, they're in a decent position in the World Cup qualifying table, but um, with the known, they've still to play Spain. I think, as you said, they'll definitely want to get a good result against Ukraine just to take the pressure off a little bit. But yeah, I think that's why the Pinnacle Cup is a good wee wake-up call, I guess you could say, for Scotland. So they know they need to go to that next level against Ukraine, especially Ukraine, it won't, it won't be an easy game. Um, away from home is always difficult, especially in a place like Ukraine, but I think Scotland will be, should hopefully need to be confident enough to get the three points, because I think that'll be really crucial for the Spain game, because you don't want to really take your chances against Spain. Like still winnable, but after the last result, I don't know if their confidence will be high against Spain. I suppose you want to look at the positives going into the qualifiers. I mean, yeah, we're saying the Pinnacle Cup's not been a great success. We finished fifth in, fifth in the group, but... We, we've drew, obviously that's a victory, but we'll, take it, we'll call it a draw, okay, never mind the penalties. We've drew that game, we won the last game, so that's two games undefeated. Get into the World Cup qualifiers. We are in 10 points in the group so far. Uh, if we beat Ukraine, that'll put us on to 13 points and all but guarantee second place. So Spain at Hamden could be, you know, Spain at Hamden, all things going well over in Ukraine, obviously. Spain at Hamden could just be a, a, a fun day, a good day out for the fans, come and see some let's say, some <laughs> slightly better footballers, perhaps, shall we say, with the, the, no offence to the Scotland side, obviously, but the Spain squad of slightly higher quality, which will be good for the youngsters to get into the game even more. And then you've got to expect Scotland to get a result against the Faroes, so it's utterly important that we go over to Ukraine and at least get a point. I mean, victory, fantastic, but at least a point over there. And I would say we're almost guaranteed that second spot in the World Cup qualifying Europe. I think as well, Kenny, I don't think I should mention it's a bit similar to the actual Scotland men's team and they're qualifying. Um, I think everybody was worried about that Denmark home game. Um, but ended up the qualified and then they went out and beat Denmark 2 nothing, which was really unexpected. So I think it could, you never know if anything like that could happen for the Scotland women's team. If they get that result against Ukraine, they'll get the, all the confidence in the world as they're in a good position. You never know. They might give Spain a lot upset after, obviously, the disappointing result last time against them. But yeah, you'd have a known football and I think that'd be good for Scotland women if they could show us a bit of magic there. If only we could get a big crowd at Hamden. What was the date of that, Gordon? 12th of April. 12th of April. So get get yourselves along to Hamden, 12th of April. Scotland women versus Spain women. Let's get behind the girls. And I, Dylan, I, I know what you mean. Just when we were talking about qualifiers earlier, I had it in the back of my head. I was thinking that because Scotland always play well against the big teams at Hamden. So hopefully that reflects like you're saying about the men's team hopefully that reflects the women's side and uh, you never know we might get a result against Spain so it'll no matter what happens in Ukraine the magical moments at Hamden Kenny you never know it would be good right. that'd be class 
Well, we'll round out the podcast, just have a quick uh, reflection, not just on the Pinatar Cup, but on the reign of Pedro Martinez Losa as a whole. Uh, nine games in now, five competitive, four uh, as friendlies. And uh, the, the, the style of play he wants to implement is clear to see how the implementation is going, in my view at least, is perhaps uh, slightly more challenging. But uh, Kerry, we'll start with you on this one. Just How do you think uh, Martinez Losa is getting to grips with uh, his Scotland side in terms of, you know, developing them, finding the way he wants to play and finding the best players as well. I think you make a good point. It's, it's slow progress, shall we say, because, I mean, the start of that match today as well, we were trying to build it out from the back. We were trying to go three at the back and push the wing-backs up. But we just wanted to get the ball up to the wing-backs quickly enough. I mean, I think the first half I can remember, one instance, maybe two, uh, one where Nick Dock had a cross-in, which unfortunately she didn't cross-in very well. I think there was one from the other side with, with Thomas. But... Um, I don't, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, you can see what we was trying to do with Rachel Corsi as well, pulling Rachel Corsi back into a three and sort of trying to make things happen from there. But I, I just I just don't know if... I don't know, maybe when Aaron Cuthbert comes back into the side, maybe Aaron Cuthbert will just add that little bit of quality because obviously you've got Caroline Weir in the midfield and Aaron Cuthbert sort of complements her perfectly. But I just hope that the pin at our cup has, has brought the team together and got them to know each other more because the, the style of football Pedro wants to play, you need to really know... Who's next? Do you need to know their movement? You know, and I think that's what needs to change in the Scotland side. It has to be a little bit quicker because uh, you can see they're trying to do the passing move, but it's just it's just not quick enough. So hopefully, a bit more time together with the squad. Uh, but so far, you've got to look at Pedro's reign as to say that. I mean, we're second in the World Cup qualifying group, and his remit will be to qualify for the World Cup. Am I right? The pin at our cup's not part of his remit. You know, the pin at his remit will be qualification for the World Cup. And so far, he's got us in probably the best possible position we can be to qualify for the World Cup. So to me, you've got to look that under that. Maybe the style of football is not what everyone wants, but for me, he's doing his job and that's what you've got to look at at the end of the day. It's a results business. Yeah, I think you've summed up pretty much perfect, Kenny. I think you can actually, as a fan's point of view, you can actually see the, the improvements. You can see the passing that Scotland have been trying to do. There was a good few spells of it in that game there tonight, but yeah, I think the World Cup will be the testing point to see if it's really improved since now. Because you're the end of February now, so you've still got to April. There's a lot of time to work on it. I think he's raining out. It's like, I think he's under a wee bit of pressure just because of the then again, the Pinnacle Cup. I don't think Scotland fans will be too bothered about it. They'll be all focused on that World Cup qualifying. But yeah, I think if you give him a chance, I think he'll show, he'll show why he should be the manager. But yeah, I definitely see good spells and I'm hoping to stay positive on I think you could see the style of play implemented, and, uh, implemented when Lana Cleland sort of screwed the ball back. And luckily enough, obviously, the Hungarians managed to clear. But the sort of lot of passage of play before that was lovely. You know, it's sort of one touch, pass and move, pass and move. And that's what I think when, um, Pedro's trying to implement into the side. But again, it'll just take time and players getting to know one another. And that can only happen through tournaments like this and players getting away and training together. So I suppose the more he can get the players together, the more chance he has of implementing that style of play. But being an international manager, you are limited to the time you have with the players. So hopefully, fingers crossed. But like I say, we're in a good position, qualifying for the World Cup. That's that's the goal. So hopefully that'll happen and we'll all be happy. So I think as well, when Scotland came into the international break right after a lot of high-intensity Scottish games as well. I mean, you've seen all the top three playing each other in the space of a week. There was a lot of players involved in the game tonight that was involved in that some on the bench so I think as well if hopefully the run of fixtures before the international break the World Cup will hopefully be better for him and show the intensity improve and stuff like that 
And for younger players as well, I mean, like Hibsley and Eddie, away there with, you know, all those quality internationals spending a bit of time with her, a bit of time with them. She got, I think it was 10, well, she came on with five minutes to go against Slovakia or something, so not much game time. But this experience as well for the younger players around the squad, who will, of course, be going on to play in the SWPL, can only be good for Scottish football and good for the standard of our league, because you'd like to think they're away in international duty, they're learning more, they bring back that back to the Scottish game, and that can only improve the league, which is what we all want at the end of the day. Plenty of optimism here then on the Anyone's Game Football podcast after uh, Scotland could only manage to finish fifth in the Pinatar Cup after that early defeat 3-1 to Wales. The match tonight, well, it did end goalless, but Scotland mostly through Arthur Cummings and a couple of particularly well-taken penalties uh, do surpass the Hungarians 3-1 in the shootout. Uh, the Pedro Martinez loves a train rolls on. Uh, plenty of optimism like we see here in terms of the World Cup qualifying campaign to come and two crucial fixtures against Ukraine and Spain to follow. Uh, and that's all we've got time for at the moment, though. Uh, you'll hear us in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>